Hey there, Kelly here. Guests on the show share so many great ideas, but how do you start putting them into practice? Well, that's exactly what you'll explore when you sign up for the podcast weekly newsletter. Each week, you'll get three ideas from past guests sent straight to your inbox. You'll explore materials, techniques, tools, concepts, and mindsets in bite-sized pieces so that you can think about them and fold them into your own practice. It's completely free and you get it by signing up at learntopaintpodcast.com slash newsletter. Part of the daily painting is that you learn that it will pass. This feeling of burnout will pass and that maybe I don't need to spend an hour today. Maybe I need to spend five minutes and go do something else instead of focusing so much on the daily painting. Hello and welcome to the Learn to Paint podcast, the show that explores the habits, concepts, and mindsets you need to design your own artistic path. I'm your host, Kelly Ann Powers, and today is something a little different. I talk with amazing artists and teachers who have established art practices, but what about those of us establishing our art practices? Those of us who are somewhere in the middle of our self-taught journey. We have so much we can learn from each other about what works and what doesn't. And that's what today is, a new segment called The Art Habit. It's conversations with podcast art club members doing the work. You'll get a preview of the segment here with the full conversation available to patrons over at patreon.com slash learn to paint podcast. Tight Price is today's guest. And if you're on Instagram, you may know her as pronounced tight. Price is an oil painter. And at the time of this conversation, she was almost two solid years into daily painting. And what's great is that my conversation is a moment in time. Since our discussion, Price has transitioned her focus away from daily painting and now is exploring a different way of working. Because what you need as an artist, it changes. In the full conversation, you'll learn how to deal with burnout, how to find a schedule that works, and ideas on where you might adjust your life so that you can paint more. And whether you listen to the full interview or just this preview segment here, I think you'll find a lot of familiarity with Price's story. I start with asking Price about how she sees herself as a beginner, intermediate, or advanced painter. And if you've seen her work, I think her answer will absolutely surprise you. All right, here we go. I feel like I am an extreme beginner. I loved doing art as a kid, like don't get me wrong, but I never had a tendency towards it as a kid. I never took art classes as a kid. I just never really thought art was for me. I had this idea all of these years that you were either born being able to draw or born not being able to draw. And I felt like I was in the camp of not You know, no one in my family is particularly artistic. And so I just never thought of it as something that I could do. And so when I came across the idea that it was like a light bulb, like, oh, this is a skill. Of course, people don't come out of the womb with a pencil in hand or a paintbrush in hand ready to paint, that it's something you could work on. I thought that was such a cool idea that you could work on it a little bit and see some improvement. And, you know, the more you work on it, the more you're going to improve. And so I consider myself at the early stages, like a very much a beginner. There's also, I find this weird thing that like, the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Yes. 
So it's, it's like every time I think I'm getting past the beginner hall, it extends out. Yes. I feel like the goal keeps moving a little bit. And I kind of like that about art is that really there, the finish line, I guess, is wherever you want it to be. If I, at two years decide like, oh, I've painted for two years now, and now I'm going to move on to the next thing. That's just, it, it is what it is. But if I decide, oh, let me see where I'm at in 10 years, that could happen too. That's possible. I could keep doing this. And in 10 years, who knows where I'll be. And so I think there's something good about being a beginner because it leaves you a little bit fearless about things. I mean, I care what people think, but I'm not so concerned with it in my day-to-day practice. Did you do creative things, painting, drawing, that kind of thing before you discovered daily painting? And what did that look like? So I think I've always done creative things. I didn't maybe know that that's what it was at the time, but I enjoyed when my kids were little, I had like a sewing machine and I would sew them little hats or make little burp cloths or do things like that. And I never thought of it as creative or artistic or anything like that. But now when I look back on it, I can kind of see that it was, I do enjoy creating things. I, I, that's what creativity looks like if I look back on it. But at the time I never thought of it as super creative, but I do like enjoy decorating a room, changing a room around, painting a wall, like things like that. But I never sat down and drew or I never painted things. Did you think like other people are artists? Yes. Yes, I did. I I could see creativity in others. I never saw it for myself. I can say that for sure. I never saw myself as an artist. And I still kind of feel funny. I feel like I'm so new that can I even call myself that? Or like, do, do I say that? But then I think at like, what point do you? What's the thing that makes you, I don't know what it is, but I feel like, well, I've been doing it every day for 600 plus days now. I guess maybe I can call myself an artist. One of the fascinating things I feel about art is there's the what people see and then what the artist feels. And there is such a distance sometimes between (laughs) those things. Because I look at your work and think like, oh, yeah, artists, like, obviously, (laughs) obviously. That's funny. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I remember even like on my Instagram when I set it up and I decided to do this, this daily painting. And like I put the word artist there, it just feels very foreign to me. And it still feels a little foreign to me. I don't talk about my art a lot. I don't talk about my daily painting a ton. I have a few people in my life that follow and they're like, oh, I love that painting or I saw that painting, but nobody really asks me a lot about it. And so maybe, I don't know, it just doesn't feel very familiar for me to say like, oh, I'm an artist. Well then, did you do painting before you started daily painting? I was a teacher before I had kids and I did take one class in college that was art for teaching. We were playing with pastels and doing all this mixed media stuff, but I never saw it as like me creating something. It was almost me following the lesson and doing it. And looking back, I enjoyed it, but I never saw it as like an art class. I saw it as, oh, I need this to get my teaching credential. And then shortly before I started, decided to start daily painting. I did a few online workshop with Creative Bug and it it was with the artist Erica Lee Sears and she had this 30 day oil painting challenge and it was in this tiny little notebook. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. I'm going to buy the supplies and do it. And I finished it in a week because I was doing like three or four less. I'm like, this is so fun. It's only taken a little while. It was like over COVID. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to keep going with day two, day three, day four. And I finished it really quick. And I 
also found a class with Lisa Congdon and it was more, she's more illustrative. And so it was these 30 days of drawing these flowers and same thing. I would finish a class in like a week. And because I had a ton of free time with COVID and that's kind of what led me to say, oh, maybe I could do this every day. And I think I was more interested in what would happen if I did this every day, what could happen. And so I think that's what kind of got me on the daily painting. How did you first come into the idea of daily painting? Was it through the creative bug classes? Yeah, all kind of this confluence of events happening. I was kind of starting to think about things I really enjoy doing. You know, you hear people getting in flow where like time can pass and they're not thinking of things. I was thinking like, what is that for me? And then I started taking these classes here and there kind of online and playing around with these ideas. And then I, Erica Lee Sears is a daily painter and she, the way she described, especially oil painting and daily painting is like carving out this moment in the day just for yourself. And I believe she started doing it after she had a child just to make space for something that was her own. And I really connected with that. And I feel like that was the catalyst, but it maybe took me a a couple more people or hearing about it. And I came across Carol Marine's book and the way she describes the habit of it. And I don't know, something about it just connected with me. And then I didn't realize that there was a community of people that did it. And I thought like, oh, all these people are doing it. Like, why not me? I'll give it a try too. Then at this point, did you have artist friends or did you know artists online or was this something that felt pretty personal? And I don't just mean personal and personal, but like individual, like you alone sort of in a room. Did you have artist friends or artist friends online? Okay. I had no artist friends online. I started following people though. I created this account my pronounced tight account. Initially, actually, I created it when I started doing my bathroom remodel. And and then I was kind of done with that. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to do next with this? And then I kind of switched over to, oh, maybe I can have an art account. And if it'll be accountability to have it online, like someone will be holding me accountable. I didn't have any friends who were artists. I don't know any artists. And it was during COVID. So I didn't really feel like I you know, you couldn't go out and take a class and meet other people or anything like that. And so I think I started following people, just people's art that I liked, people I was interested in or had interesting stories. And then it kind of became like my art community. I feel like the artists I know are all online. I've I've met so many people now and so many daily painters. and, And it's interesting. I never understood how people create a community online. I don't know, maybe it's just like my generation or whatever. It's like you go out, you meet people, you have your friends from college, your friends from work, your friends from here or there, school. And I'm glad that I started following people because that is my art community is the people I know online. Has that art community, finding that art community been important for you as an artist? I do think it's important. I think even though we're not physically around each other, but when you're interacting with like-minded people, kind of with the same goals, it's kind of like, I'm not going to let a day go by. Today is not going to be the day I'm going to stop. I can sit down for 10 minutes and do that. You know, you do feel part of this bigger group. And I, I do think it's important. I think I've gotten a lot of feedback. I've gotten a lot of ideas. I've connected with a lot of people. I found out about workshops through the online community. So I do feel it's definitely been helpful. 
Thank you for listening to this preview of the Art Habit segment. For the full interview, head to patreon.com slash learn to paint podcast and sign up at any tier. A special thank you to Tight Price, who was game for trying something new on the show. Another thank you to everyone over on the podcast Art Club who helps make new segments like this possible. See you over at patreon.com slash learn to paint podcast. Happy painting.